0: Hello and welcome to Making the Case, a podcast produced by the Tennessee Attorney General's Office. I'm Samantha Fisher, Communications Director and host. The Tennessee Attorney General's Office is the law firm for the state and manages a wide variety of cases, antitrust, consumer fraud, environmental enforcement, and much more. The work is complex, challenging, sometimes even controversial. If you like history and law, come along with us for Making the Case, Welcome back to Making the Case. This time we are talking about the top consumer complaints in the state of Tennessee for 2021. And the headline here is that we have seen a big increase in the volume of consumer complaints coming into this division. We're going to be talking to Director Claire Marsalis. She always has a lot of great information on the nature of the complaints coming in, how they're being managed, and what you can do to protect yourself. Welcome to the podcast, Claire. Thank you. In 2021, uh, we saw a 37% increase in the number of complaints over 2020, probably pandemic-related. What do you think?
1: I think definitely so. It's definitely we're dealing with the pandemic affected economy, and it's starting to show in our consumer complaints for sure. So in 2020, a lot of things that we saw were, were directly related to the pandemic as well, just on a different scale. So we had price gouging complaints on hand sanitizer and other things directly related to the start of the pandemic, and also travel that had been canceled because of COVID restrictions and travel restrictions. But then moving on into 2021, we just started to see a general increase in overall complaints. Uh, up to 37% increase. So a pretty big increase for us, keeping us very busy with consumer complaints. But the nature of the complaints, I think, are very much tied to the pandemic. And we can see that in some of these top 10 categories that we're going to talk about.
0: What came in at number one?
1: So the home improvement, home repair, and home warranty category was number one for for us this year and has been uh, in years past as well. I think
0: a lot of this is tied to folks who are at home more. Um, Perhaps they're saying, okay, now I need to create a a designated space in my home to either, you know, teach my kids when they're home or work remotely.
1: Right. And then also, you know, a lot of folks received stimulus funds, and so maybe they utilized those funds for home improvement projects, so more funding was available so that more projects uh, were done and increased complaints.
0: What do you recommend? Of course, we want to hear from people who have these problems, because if, if there are a lot of them, then we have to consider taking legal action. And, and we have in the past if it can't be resolved. But we were also hearing this year, we had, we had several complaints against a specific contractor. And, and some of the folks who had filed these complaints said, you know, we ended up paying, you know, 70, 80 percent, even more of what the contractor had quoted us for the entire project. And we were paying that up front.
1: Yeah, so we encourage consumers to only put a third down, no more than a third down, and never let the payments get ahead of the work. Uh, the other thing that we encourage consumers to do is to make sure that if, if a contractor is telling you that they're licensed, that you actually check and make sure that that's the case. And the Department of Commerce and Insurance provides a tool that makes that pretty easy. It's called verify.tn.gov. So a consumer can go on to verify.tn.gov and check to check that license for, for a contractor
0: number 2 on the list landlord tenant disputes and uh, i'll just mention real quickly that home improvements uh you know those complaints were up 58% landlord tenant disputes those up 61% some similar overlap here with the nature of the complaints
1: right so possibly folks that are just working from home they're noticing more things that need to be repaired or they're using the water more because they're at home more it's just things the wear and tear that's happening but also on the other side of it for a lot of these businesses uh, maybe they're having trouble filling these positions. So the repair folks that they usually use, maybe they're not able to to get folks to come in to employ those folks to to fix those issues. So I think it can be a little bit of both, but it certainly led to an, an uptick in complaints
0: in that category. All right. another category that saw a big pop, health services and product complaints. So these include, Inaccurate billing, misquoting services, and you know, this is where your division, as with all complaints, you know, mediates and tries to refer appropriate complaints, sometimes to the Tennessee Department of Health.
1: Right. And so with these, we first try to get the consumers to reach out to the business first, see if they can clear that up. Sometimes it's an issue of just being able to find the right person to contact, get it in front of them to see, was this a a mistake in the billing? How can we get this corrected? So most of those we will try to mediate, get those in front of the person that needs to take a look and see what can be done to resolve that.
0: We have several other complaint categories that we have released publicly, and you can look on our website if you want to read more about that and, and, and find out how to protect yourself. Uh, but, Claire, I want to focus on um, a consumer complaint category that, for the first time in a long time, made the top 10. And this is a problem not just in Tennessee, but but across the country. And our office, as well as m- many, many other offices, um, you know, they were in communication with the, with the FTC about this. We're talking about imposter scams and I would like you to elaborate on on why you think um, there's been such an increase in imposter scams and what people can do to protect themselves.
1: I think a lot of this can also be probably tied to the pandemic as well. So the imposter scam is where the scammer is trying to convince you that they're someone else. So in the case of a romance scam, they're they're tending to be a love interest. We've got the government imposter scam where they're trying to be pretend to be a government agency or a government official. Also, the job scams where they'll pretend to be a legitimate business offering you a wonderful position. Um, so all of those things, I think, are... Th- things that people during the pandemic were seeking, and scammers know what folks are seeking. So folks were looking for jobs, uh, a lot of people moving around looking for rentals, uh, a lot of people isolated looking for a company. And so that, that's, a, you know, a big issue with the romance scam. So I think this is another category that we can also tie back uh, to the pandemic.
0: We, we have listed 185 complaints in 2021, but I know that that's usually just the tip of the iceberg, that that's just an indicator of how many more uh, people have, have really become victims of an imposter scam. And a lot of times they don't even know it, right?
1: Right, so we will see that a lot for folks, new businesses saying that you, know, you have to pay this money to get these new document registration fees when you can actually go onto the Secretary of State's website and get these things or other websites where these things are already available for free are nearly free. But these scammers have figured out ways that they can kind of trick people into thinking that they need to pay for those. So it's just a, a thing to go do your research. See before you sign anything over, before you give any money, just do some research. Even just a quick Google internet search uh, can go a long way to protecting yourself.
0: And also, you know, during the pandemic, I think so many people have been isolated. They haven't been seeing their family members as often or even coworkers. You know, people in your typical circle who you might say, hey, you know, I got contacted via email or phone call or whatever. What, what do you think of this? And And someone else might be able to say, oh, yeah, like that's, you know, don't give them any money.
1: That's something that we always tell people to pause and ask someone, ask anyone. And if you don't have anyone to ask, If you've got the Internet, ask the Internet. Even just a a search of the scenario into a web browser sometimes can populate things where other people have either put up a blog or a post or something talking about how they were scammed that way. So even if you just pause for a little bit, do a search. If you've got a trusted friend or family member that you can run that by, that's great. But if not, if you can just do a quick search just to see if other people have mentioned this, you can see where it's happened to them and what the outcome has been, that can go a long way to protecting yourself.
0: I have to brag on your division a bit because if you go to tn.gov slash consumer, there is a wealth of information about all these different kinds of scams, whether it's an imposter scam, a, a timeshare scam, motor vehicle scams, internet scams. We have descriptions of all of these, what they look like, what they sound like, and, and how to avoid them, and also how to report them because it's really important that we know what scams are out there. Right, Claire? Claire?
1: Right. Yeah. And, and just to know how to protect yourself too from those things. Noticing the red flags of the scams. Of course, gift cards are a big thing that scammers want. How they, how they want you to pay should be a red flag. Of course, gift cards are big. They want you to send a gift card and gift cards are for gifts. That's what they're for. You know, it should not be used for a payment uh, to anyone. So that's a big red flag. They want you to wire money. That's another thing that if someone's at requiring you to wire money, that's a red flag. We're also seeing a trend with cryptocurrency. We're now Scammers are trying to get you to pay them in cryptocurrency, and so that should be another red flag now that we're we're seeing pop up as well. So just kind of knowing if someone's asking you to pay, they're kind of insisting, uh, they're being, uh, they're not giving you time to think it over. These are all big red flags.
0: That's right. They, there's an urgency to it that should be a warning. Right. You know, thank you so much for helping us get the word out because you know, the best way to not become a victim of one of these scams is to know up front what you're dealing with. We certainly don't want anybody to end up losing their money to a situation like this. Thanks again. You can always find out more information about current scams and what to do at tn.gov consumer.